Welcome to Window of Opportunity, a Stargate Rewatch podcast. I'm Carrie. I'm Rachel. And today we're talking about Stargate SG-1 Season 6, Episode 17, Disclosure. And this is going to be a little different than our usual episodes because this is a clip show. Yay! So we're doing this commentary style. Yay! So if you guys want to get out your DVDs, pull up Amazon Prime, get it queued up and going, get some snacks, get a drink. That'll be great. You can watch along with us. And yeah, yes, we can so get going. This is going to be a fun experiment. Carrie has her DVD up and I have Amazon Prime up. So we get to yeah. see whether or not it's the same. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I, have, I do wonder if the, the, the syndication cut is like slightly shorter Possibly. Do you want, do you want you me know? to like have a code word out when when there's a commercial cut going? I'm like, cut. <laughs> Maybe and fade to black. Uh, and seed. And see. Um, <laughs> so I mean, we'll do our usual intro, which I mean, should we just give you give you the facts? Yeah. For this week. Okay. So this episode originally aired on February 14th, 2003. It was written by Joseph Malazzi and Paul Molly, along with everybody else who did all of the excerpts. It was directed by William Garrity, and on the commentary we had Justin Malazzi, Paul Molly, and General Hammond himself, Donis Davis. <gasps> what? That's pretty cool. Yeah. His first commentary. So there's some, uh, we get some fun facts about Don in the commentary, which is great to hear about. Ooh. And uh, the one thing I like about this clip show that elevates it slightly above your typical clip show of people sitting on a couch going, hey, remember when we did that silly thing? Ha ha ha. Here's the clip of the silly thing. There is actually kind of a plot behind it oh why they're doing all the yes and that plot thing yes that plot is general hammond and the pentagon are forced to reveal the existence of the stargate to other world governments playing off fears the u.s military has too much control senator kinsey suggests that hammond be relieved of command and the civilian run nid oversee the stargate program (gasps) to which everyone collectively goes never yes so, okay. Is everybody ready? If you need to, everybody pause the podcast, go get your snacks, get your drinks, and come back, hit play, and then we will also hit play on the show in three, two, one, play. Play. Yay. Oh, I have, do you have the little lion roaring? Yep. Okay. That's good. So... One of the things as you watch this episode is that so there's the U.S. and Russia, obviously, and then the other countries involved are China, France and the United Kingdom. You may be asking yourself, why is it those five random countries? I have information about why. Would you like to know why? (gasps) Sure. So those five countries. Are we losing plot by going over this now? I don't recap what we're actually watching. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we can get back into it, but it's just, you know schmoozing before the debriefing starts really Mm, okay so um so those five countries are the permanent members of the united nations security council um there are 15 members in total with the other 10 members rotating through elections and stuff throughout the years so when the un was first founded post world war one the security council was one of the six principal um 
councils or like committees that was like initially founded under the United Nations. Uh, it's charged with ensuring international peace and security, recommending the admission of new UN members to the General Assembly and approving any changes to the UN Charter. Uh, its powers as outlined in the UN Charter include establishing peacekeeping operations. So whenever you hear about like UN peacekeepers being sent into war-torn countries, it's because the Security Council sent them there. Uh, they enact international sanctions and authorize military actions. And the UN Security Council is the only UN body with the authority to issue binding resolutions on other member states. Oh, interesting. Yes. So the other 10 member countries. <gasps> Yay! Sorry, we just showed up. We just showed up on TV. Oh. Hey, yeah, there we are. Yay. Um, so the other 10 countries that are involved in the Security Council rotate on a two-year basis, which with uh, the elections actually taking place on like alternating years. So like one year, there's five countries voted in, and then the next year, another five countries. And then the first five are out with five new ones coming in, like, et cetera. So interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is interesting. Um, so in 2003, when this episode aired, if that's also when this episode is taking place, the other members of the Security Council were Cameroon, Guinea, Syria, Bulgaria, Mexico, Algeria, Benin, Philippines, Romania, and Brazil. Oh, interesting. Okay. There you go. Are those Here we go. flags? Did you compare the flags? Yes. And they are they are as they should be. Okay, cool. Oh, just in time. What? He's telling him the secrets? Yes. The Stargate program. What? The other reason I like this episode a lot is because Colin's in it. And Colin's in it a lot. And I like Major Davis, so. Yeah. Well, what's funny about that over, um, you know, in the clip they just showed of saying Stargate program, everybody looks around like they know what it is, kind of. But if I just said Stargate program, like. (laughs) I'd be like, the what now? Maybe they're looking around like, do you know what he's talking? Am I supposed to know what this is? Is this. You and me what? Do we? Do you know? Do I know? Do we know? What's going on? I don't know. No. Him, me, you, him, me, you. <sighs> Are you in the know? Are we in the know? I don't know, but I do know. I love this theme song. Yes. I don't know if you guys can hear this on the on the podcast. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Go to edit if you guys. It, you may not be able to hear any of this of uh, the you know show for which I apologize, but it is what it is. So we'll find out. Okay. So one of the interesting facts we learned about Don in the commentary is that he's the only cast member who actually served in the military. And he, uh, at one time, was a captain in the U.S. Army. Really? Yeah. So was he kind of a a source of information of this is how we do things? They didn't really get into that that much, which, you know... Air Force versus Army, you know, who knows? I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, they didn't really get into that too much. Hmm. One of the other things they mentioned is because this is the year the show moved to a different network, this is also a good way to, like, catch up new fans if they haven't been able to go back and rewatch everything prior to this. Oh, interesting. 
weird that they would do it so late in the season, but I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, they needed to save money because the season six finale has some quite expensive special effects in it. Ooh, fantastic. Yes. I wonder what these countries are thinking, like, why are the U.S. and Russia, like, on the same side of the table? Because, I mean, the Cold War was done, but things are still a little, have always been a little iffy, kind of, between Russia and the U.S. Yeah. Oh, that, that's quite how many stargates are there on Earth? That's a question for the ages. Mm. Ooh, flashback number one. Here we go. To the episode. Can you name Rachel? Name that episode. You know, the one with the thing. Oh, with the stuff and the things? Yeah. Yes. I love that one. Yeah. It's totally my they favorite. also kind of did that to Don on the commentary. They'd be like, Don, what's this episode? He's like, oh, it's, it's from that one. And they're like, correct. It's Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> so You are so right. Especially if they did that with episodes that he wasn't really in. Yeah. Well, because, you know, General Hammond like never leaves the base. So he's never where the other stuff is being filmed. So he is. And apparently he's never watched any of the episodes. Oh, really? This is oh, like man. his first time actually watching an episode of the show. That would have been so funny if he was like, I had no idea this was even what kind of show I was on. <laughs> there were a couple times he's like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> this show is about vampires? What? Yes. yes. This is not what I signed up for. Well, actually, we'll get to that in Atlantis. <laughs> oh, man. Space vampires. Asgard. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is Major Davis. This is a lot of information. Gould and Asgard. What? Stargates. What? Who? The who and the what now? Oh, Daniel. Yeah. There were three. What? Just so everybody knows I'm flipping off the TV because I hate that guy. Screw Senator Kinsey. Why I'm couldn't sure he the, just died? I'm sure the TV was offended. That's okay. It's used to me flipping off Daniel and Cobra Kai, so. <laughs> Not your favorite? No, season one, when Daniel shows up at the All Valley meeting as Johnny's trying to get Cobra Kai back in, as soon as Daniel enters that room, I'm like, Screw Daniel! Mm. Just that scene. The rest of the time, yeah. he's fine. But that scene, no. Yeah. But that's another show. That's an entirely different show. And an entirely different podcast. Yes. Many different podcasts about that show. They're all great. Love them all. Go find them. Listen. Anyway, back to Stargate. <laughs> Especially the ones where Carrie's a guest star sometimes. What? Um, Cobra Kai companion, in case you're interested. Yes. Right. Okay. Anyway. Regularly scheduled programming. Yes. Back. 
Well, that would certainly make me angry if I was in that room. I know. The thing, the thing is, though, like, he's not wrong, but I still hate him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, guess you mm-hmm. want to pissed off some very powerful aliens, <laughs> and they're now like elaborate hoax. I mean, their ships are impressive, you gotta say. Well, yeah. I mean, we never figured out who designed them. No, I st- we still need to know who the cool designer is. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Daniel! Pull up, Tilk, pull up. Come on. Pull up. Pull up. This is a pretty good recap so far. It is. This is where everybody's asking the questions that you've always kind of wanted to know. Yes. <laughs> no. They don't know. They don't negotiate. No. Hey, look, here's an episode where that exact thing that Major Davis just said actually happened. What? Yes. So, do you think they picked out the clips they wanted to use first and then kind of molded the script around it? Or did they come up with the script first of like, okay, if you were new to Stargate, here's what you would be asking. And then they were like, haha. We know exactly what happened. I don't know. And they didn't. That is one thing they didn't get into. I mean, they did talk about how they were selected, Joe and Paul, how they were selected to write the clip show. So I imagine they probably were thinking about, okay, what are the important moments for the audience that would also work in this sort of debriefing or disclosure situation, if you will. Uh, And then write the script to fit that situation. Yeah. There's many different angles that you could go about it. Like, do you do chronologically? Do you go all the way back to the beginning? Do you just kind of like discuss something and show clips of something else where it really is needed to have a visual? Yeah. How much talky talky versus how much clip show? Yeah. That was one thing they touched on because this show is basically six guys sitting around a table talking which that's not very interesting <laughs> so they had, they had to you know balance the talky talky with the ooh shiny fancy action clip stuff and yeah. uh like will the director will wasn't there but they did mention there are some times where he kind of gets some cool camera shots in like there's one coming up later where it's sort of like through the pitcher of water that's interesting you know 
So, <laughs> like, how do, how do we make six guys in a room look interesting? <laughs> Shoot it through the pitcher of water. And, yeah. you know, you do what you gotta do. Thor! Yay. They did talk a lot about Thor, the puppet, and that he's a pain in the ass to operate. <laughs> That's why that's why Thor is always sitting and not really walking around much because he was he was Asgard puppet version one so uh, he's he's kind of a pain in the butt to operate because he was their first try at it and then yeah. they figured it out and then they're like oh yes and they weren't like well they all look the same so. <laughs> They they are all you know slightly different, which is why we can have Thor and Heim and Frere and Heimdall. I think there's another one like in a scene together because the puppets are all ever so slightly different as they tweak the you know mechanics and stuff in it, and the skin tone is slightly different on some of them. So mm, yeah, and it works. <laughs> and French is like, I'm sorry, what? He two two occasions to join here? What? Yeah, I do like everyone else's face that they don't really know what to say, so they're just like, what? And the, what? And the reaction face. Yes. It's like, no, this time when Major Davis says asteroid, he means asteroid. by flying it through the earth in high this is still one of the most like insane things i think sg1 has ever done like mm -hmm. flying an asteroid in hyperspace through the earth is just insane and it kind of really makes you think how hyperspace works because how can you hyperspace through a solid object? I didn't think that was possible, but apparently it is. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, that doesn't really sound right. Yeah, because there's that whole, um, you know, in Star Wars that Han did the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs, and a parsec is actually a measure of distance, not of time. But in he managed to, like, figure out the route through hyperspace that was shorter than any other route. Mm -hmm. Because you have to avoid planets in but that's star wars hyperspace maybe stargate hyperspace works different star things sci-fi yay yeah well they also did have i forget which star wars movie it was right now but didn't they in one of the later ones they get rid of an enemy ship by hyperspacing through it oh yeah the last yeah the last jedi the last yeah. the, episode nine i believe yeah, yeah. which was badass yeah. by the way that was badass. But that was like the ship jumping to hyperspace cut through the the big ship. Mm. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> Wibbly wibby spacey things. <laughs> Space things. Space things. 
They have been very lucky, gotta say. <laughs> yep. Because Sam blew up a sun. Uh, I was watching this yesterday with uh, and my husband was in the room and he tried to explain how this wouldn't work because of how orbits work. And I was like, this episode was like three years ago. It's too late. We're like, we're past that. Done. We're not. <laughs> you should have been a guest star on that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I get what he was getting at, and I'm like, yeah, I like I get that, but but it's harder to put things into the sun than it is to get things out of the sun because of how orbits work. I would believe it. Anyway, space thing. Anyway, yes. floating in space by Anubis not Anubis by Apophis yep gate floating in space bye it's like yeah you can't blow up our sun to get rid of Anubis's fleet don't think that's gonna work no Ooh, pointed look. Mm. Ah, yes, the missiles that come down from the ceiling that's 30 stories up. Ooh. I remember that episode. We're like, where did those missiles come from? What are they attached to that yeah. they swing down? Kaboom. I would say it's significant. X-301, Jack's favorite ship ever. Oopsie. <laughs> Our bad, sorry. It is interesting when they get to the X-302, how much the X-302 looks like the X-301, just from like, like how it's shaped as a physical object. Yeah. I think it's interesting that, you know, the extra 2 is entirely man-made and everything, but it still has that kind of horseshoe-ish, 
you know, shape to it with like the wings sort of more forward than out and back, like standard mm. aircraft have. Find it interesting. I see how like the extra two, the wings are like much more forward than a standard, which I don't, I don't know. Do you suppose that was something, yeah, do you suppose that was something they actually thought about or they were just like, we just needed to look spacey? I don't know. I mean, it looks cool. I don't know how actually like aerodynamic and stuff that is. Although I guess if you're in space, aerodynamics doesn't really matter because there's no atmosphere when you're in space. And and I guess you know, like if you're mounting guns and stuff, having wings that are slightly more out and forward helps with that because you're not, you know, the guns are also more forward. <laughs> <laughs> Less know. likely they can be turned around. What? I don't know. <laughs> more likely to shoot front. Maybe. I tell you what, if I was one of the other guys in this room, I would just be pissed. <laughs> like, yes. So you're telling me that you've been doing this the whole time? Yep. Yeah, supposedly. You have no intention. But I, it may be this, it, there's this little thing called the Prometheus, maybe it just, you know. It's so funny, but like looking at the, it just, it looks so bulky, the X303, you know, it just, yeah. it looks big and heavy and bulky. And they did talk a bit about the commentary about it, how they were intending it to look cut like, like an aircraft carrier almost. Yeah, it kind of does, but like, yeah, I mean, which it does, but that definitely does not work for space. I don't, I know. But again, space, there's no atmosphere, so bulk weight and stuff doesn't really matter as much. But getting it into space, you think you'd want something a little sleeker than that. Yeah. I, I, I did not care for its design. I thought it looked yeah. kind of weird. I mean, that's not a bad idea, you know? Like, I, I get where the guy from France is coming from, but, like... 
Yeah, I mean, they do have the International Space Station. Yeah, and also Antarctica is technically, like, international. Like, no country can lay claim to land in Antarctica. Oh. I'm sure we've discussed that before, but I did not remember. That's fascinating. I don't know if we have. We may when we get to, like, season seven, season eight, possibly. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're definitely, like, McMurdo is a United States base there, but... Fuck the NID. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, I think around here is where in the comment they asked, they asked Don, hey, Don, what does NID stand for? (laughs) And he said, he said, well, I think it stands for National Intelligence Division, which like retroactively it kind of does, but they they did confirm in the commentary that NID does not actually stand for anything. Those letters were just used because they sound good together as the name of an a, you know mysterious government agency. Mm-hmm. Also, originally the like the first time it was mentioned, they were going to go with NRD that that would stand for not a real department. <laughs> <laughs> But it just, it kind of didn't roll off. It just didn't sound quite as good. NRD. And for, plus, it can also be, like, called nerd, you know? So. You know what I did suddenly remember randomly? Like, this, I don't know what happens to my brain when this goes on. But do you remember the movie, the Jennifer Lopez movie, The Wedding Planner? Yes, I love that movie. So they have an NID in there. It's a husband. Most husbands are NIDs. They're not into details <laughs> of the wedding planning. <laughs> forgot about that a little bit yeah it has been a while since i've seen that movie but i do love that's one of my like i like have the flu and feel like crap and just need to veg out and watch something that gives me happy feels (laughs) movies that's a good one it is a good one Mm -hmm. yeah the nid as it currently exists shouldn't (laughs) i'll say that (laughs) If I were anybody else in that room, too, if, like, if there was a U.S. senator in there of, like, no, 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 this other government can't, absolutely can't run it. What you need is, like, my people. I would immediately be, like, "Mm." you're still the U.S. government. Like, I'm immediately suspicious. Yeah. If you're not only throwing your government under the bus. (laughs) But you're saying, oh, no. Run it, yeah. This part of the government is terrible. Obviously, yes. Let this part of the government run it instead. No. Yeah. Yeah. You tell him, Major Davis. Oh, one of the I when this when the French guy was speaking, Padman, one of the under, other interesting things they mentioned was they had kind of a difficult time finding an actor who could do a convincing like French accent without getting too like cartoonish about it. Oh. So they ended up he's like all of the other guest stars and stuff are like local to Vancouver, but they had to get that guy from LA. Oh. But I was like, but you have like Quebec, just on the yeah, other side of your country. Yeah, I was just French Canadians. You have, you have people who speak French, just over there. That's funny. I don't know. 
But yeah, so yeah, the French guy is actually from LA. Everybody else is like Vancouver based, but yeah, that's funny. I love Jack and his stupid backwards baseball hat. I don't know why. It's nice. Also, I don't know if you noticed, but Tilka is the only one who didn't fall to the ground when the Stargate engaged and like shook everything. But, you know, because Tilk's big and strong, so he managed to stay upright. And manly. Yes. Oh, Michael, we miss you. Mm. And that hat. I don't miss that hat, though. I do not miss that. I am. I've said it before. <laughs> I will say it until the day I die. I am a bandana girl. <laughs> burn the boonie. Just burn the boonie. Yeah. I don't know why, but just like how they costumed this like off-world rogue NID operation just with like people like vests with no shirt and stuff on. I'm just like, why? Like, why? What? Mm. What was the choice there? Because that is a choice. You're all under arrest. Questionable? I would say illegal, but, you know, potato, Mm. potato. It's space. I'm sorry. You're questioning... Their competence. I think you're actually a bit ahead of me by now. I think there must have been some extra cuts in yours. Okay. Uh, they're talking about the black hole incident. The earth came within a hair's breadth of being destroyed. Kinsey just said. Yeah, you're a little bit ahead of me. Okay. I wonder, I wonder what was missing. I don't know. That's interesting. Okay, so I have Jack hanging in the gate room during, like, a matter of time with the bomb and stuff being set to go off. All right, I'll let you know when it gets to the cut. Okay. Um, we did manage to shut down the gate. Okay, it's like at 11, Maybe 10. because Jack O'Neill. Oh, we should, have, we should have compared the relative. There's the cut. I, mine just cut to the flashback. Okay, yeah, I'm in the flashback, yeah. That's interesting. We should have compared the length of the episodes together. We should have. 
Okay, so that concluded the matter of time flashback for me. Still going. Still going. Jack is fighting. Teal'c is looking angry. Oh my god. One. Do I need, I'd like I'd like I wanna pause, but I also don't in case people are watching along. I don't know what to do. I'll just keep going. <laughs> okay. We've seen it. And there it goes. Okay, now we've got the weird alien orb in the gate room. If you're on DVD. Ah, we're on Menace now in the flashbacks on the DVD with the replicators taking over the SGC. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny though is um when I was over here when we started, I was actually thinking I was a little bit ahead because I would be hearing your stuff a little bit behind me. So I did a couple quick pauses for a few mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah. And so now you're ahead of me. So this must be cut different. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, now we have the foothold aliens who are weird. They're just weird and gross. Everybody with guns, everybody shooting. Oop, and there go the replicators on my end. Okay, I think I'm going to pause when the foothold flashback ends. Okay. Okay. It just started for me. Okay. There we go. All right. I'm back on General Hammond in the gate room, in the meeting room post the foothold flashback. I'm shutting down the gate. Shut down the gate. Turns around and looks angry. Carter. Turning the up device. Jack. Carter. Shutting the gate. Blasty, blasty. Hammond. Okay. Okay, so here's a question with the foothold stuff. I like, I think, I think it makes sense now, but previously, like in the episode Smoke and Mirrors, Hammond had mentioned that the foothold situation had been completely erased from record because of how yeah. serious it was. Because of the events of Smoke and Mirrors, is that how Kinsey now knows about it? Oh, because he had to at the time. I get because I guess if the NID knew about it and he was kind of with the NID ish. Maybe, I guess. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Kinsey's doing this all for his own advancement. <gasps> what? But Who Hammond saw that has coming? an ace up his sleeve. All comes down to money. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. 
There, like, through, like, the pitcher of water. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yes, they have made friends. I stand with you, General Hammond. Yay! All friend clips! Yay! I like friend clips. Me too. It's the Asgard! (gasps) Yay! They did a really good job making him look exhausted. They did, yeah. I do always love the fifth race. It's just such a good episode. Yeah. No. Come on, Jake. No. And he's not as gray. No, yeah. I guess Stargate travel is stressful. (laughs) Yes. Disclosure, he said it. Surprise! Hi, Thor. What? <laughs> yep, that's a good face. Yeah. And the British guy's like, hello. <laughs> I 
I love that. <laughs> Supreme Commander. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I would be impressed with that. Yeah. Especially with the sort of, like, the casualty between Hammond and Thor. Like, hey, Thor, what's up? Yeah. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm hmm. Indeed. Well played. Okay, so I'm sure they were talking while they were explaining, but uh, why were they gathering for this meeting? Um, because of Anubis's threats to Earth. Oh. And that they it finally probably... decided, hey. Yeah, that it was. <clears throat> um, probably serious enough that uh, they might not be able to cover that up as well as the previous <laughs> worldwide assaults, possibly. Mm -hmm. So just in case things got out of hand, let's let the important people know what's going on. Expand the circle of trust a little bit. Yes. A little bit more. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Like that was a good clip show. I liked it. it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I do have some fun foreign territory titles if you want. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. So They're not just called clip show? No. Uh, okay. So in French, that was called State Secret. Okay. In Italian and Spanish, it was called Revelation. Mm -hmm. And then in Czech, they called it Secrets Revealed. Oh. So, I liked it. Yes. All right. That's all I got, I think, for this week. Yeah. Those are all my notes on the commentary and the United Nations Security Council. So, so it's funny. We were doing commentary for the show, but you were talking commentary about the commentary. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's like in, it's a commentary inception yeah. here. You were doing commentary on the commentary. I was doing well, commentary, commentary, on the commentary of the show. <laughs> <laughs> How many levels of commentary is that? Oh, too many. My brain is broken. I don't know. So many. Yeah. All right. And with that, we should go.
We should. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. As always, you can find us on threads and Instagram at SG underscore rewatch and on discord. You can find the link in the show notes, or you can send us an email at woo. That's W O O S G rewatch at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review us, please. And we will see you next time for forsaken. Bye. Bye.